0: Are ready, kids? I, I, Captain. I can't hit. <laughs>
1: It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your captain, Jim Bob shorts and tonight we're bringing back show friend and sponsor Brett Pike of ClassicalLearner.com and Homeschools Connected. Man, I've had him on here a couple times in the past, and I really admire the guy and believe he is a catalyst for world change. And... I, any opportunity I get to talk to him is a great opportunity. And this time I got lucky and actually got some of the squad on with me. Uh, Luis is going to be joining me. And throughout the evening, you're going to see Neptune and even kel join in with us. This has uh, been a really good conversation. And I think that it's a positive step forward, man. You know, there's there's a lot going on in the world today. And Brett reiterates something that I think I talk about a lot myself too, which is... You know, do it yourself, self-sufficiency and taking matters back into our own hands. Quit waiting for daddy government to come along and do something about it because it's not going to happen. It's up to us to make a better tomorrow. And we can do that by building a community strong between many of us doing things positively moving forward in this lifetime instead of whatever the hell kind of clown show is going on over there in Washington. Like, come on, guys. Do we really want to continue with all that nonsense and keep trying to vote in another color tyrant every four years? That's that's like something boomers did. I thought we were better than that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just, you know, ha. ha, ha. but seriously, I really think you guys are going to enjoy tonight's nice conversation. There's a lot of good points made, a lot of good talking aspects of things and some good laughs, you know, Brett Brett's a funny guy. And of course I'm, always trying to pull a laugh even if it's just a dry one but you know not only will you be able to find anything that we've talked about tonight at your favorite website ever unconstitutionalawakening.com but as normal you can definitely get back to brett pike because he's down there in our friends in liberty with everybody else kirk elliott peachy key creations ammo can and pure pet wellness and of course this one right here and with the books is his cubs to bears books that he wrote when he started doing this whole thing. And he's, I I like the way he's going about teaching things, man. And it's all right here. And if you use that code of his freedom, you'll get yourself a discount and be a part of this homeschool community, which he seems to be keep growing. There's also some other cool things over there at the website, man. You can find the links to watch us if you just listen to us and to listen to us if you just watch us. You can listen to us right there on the website. There's also some cool links back up in here to get back to your favorite hosts and to, you know, watch me on the Red Pill Project, see what CalCal's up to, see what Tristan's up to, you know, see what's just going on with the rest of the crew and stuff like that and even catch us in other places where we've been invited to be guests on other people's podcasts man it's it's a whole lot of fun doing all this stuff and as i can't reiterate enough it's you guys that make me do it like i'm here doing this for everyone each and every one of you out there worldwide giving us a listen and giving us a watch and giving us the love that you're giving us man so you know you can also show your support with the show by uh getting yourself some of the sweet unconstitutional awakening merch. There's a link over there for that too, man. You can get you some shirts. They've got hats and they've even got these stickers that we've been given out with the unconstitutional awakening sticker giveaway. All you've got to do is go over there and answer that. Uh, answer the pirate riddle that'll be at the end of each episode at unconstitutionalawakening.com in the podcast and more section underneath the episode. We've totally only had one winner so far, but that's no big. I figure you got episodes to catch up on and we'll see them cashing in to get these stickers here soon. And hopefully I can get another round of stickers and we can start all over again. So I do appreciate you guys. And I reckon it's time that we uh, weigh anchor and set sail on this guy. So let's hit it. Good evening, everyone. As I was telling you guys in the opening there, I've got Brett Pike finally back over here with me to join us for this evening. You guys know I always give him that shout out at the beginning of every episode because I totally support what he's doing over there with classical learner and homeschools connected man like he's things like he's doing is the kind of things that i really appreciate because he's changing tomorrow for the better and from my perspective so i am excited to have him back and have him over here with the conversation and for the first time have somebody with me because every time i tend to get him over here man it's is me flying solo but Luis is here with me tonight because i can always rely on my buddy to be here with me how you doing tonight Luis?
2: great and there's so much happening so there's so much direction so many
1: directions we can go Nice. Brett, how's things been, man? How's holidays? How you doing? How's the fam?
3: Yeah, everything's good. You know, I love the holidays. The kids, just to see the smiles on their face and the joy and, um, you know, I'm, I'm in the South now and I moved from New York, so uh, a little tough not being with my mom and my dad and being able to see them, my siblings, but, you know, they didn't want to leave Babylon yet and, and we all make our choices, so.
1: Hey, you know uh, Louis, we we make constant jokes I'm about trapped. I
2: get you. I'm trapped. Yeah, I'm trapped.
1: He's up there in New York City, and we make constant jokes about him being uh, the future Snake Pliskin because he's uh he's going to have to escape from New York eventually because that's probably not the place to be. I actually didn't realize you started in upstate New York. I knew you were down here in the south. Uh, you know, not too far from me, just to state over. And you know that. I, I like I always like that because I was like, shoot, man, he ain't far. Maybe one day we can run across one another. But I, you know, I spent some time in upstate New York myself. Actually, I was I was in Buffalo for a few years off and on. I, I, I don't know why so many people end up coming from that area. I'm surprised about that. Well, I wasn't
3: I wasn't upstate. I was um, I was on Long Island. That's nice. where I grew up. Nice. Although I did go to school uh, my my college at Cortland, which uh, is along the way to Buffalo, but Buffalo's way up north.
1: New York's a big state. People don't realize that, that there's a whole different Well,
2: is what is it? Almost 60% is like wild.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like people had a hard time believing me when I would tell them that when you're in Buffalo, New York, when the people in the area that I was in were the definition of southern hillbilly hicks, like flannel shirts, country music, beer drinking, NASCAR. So is the Adirondacks.
0: and I was I mean, just in my like, experience, was, just like, was, was like, whoa, I was like,
1: this was not what I was expecting for this area. Like, you know, I heard all kinds of different things and I got there and I don't know. New York was fun. I I worked, uh, I pumped gas when I was up there. and So I was constantly in the hands of the people. So it was, it was interesting meeting the, the folks from that area. You
3: know, that, that's actually most of New York where uh, most of New York is just rural, um, regular based folks. But. People yeah. think they think of New York City, which is because it's just such a big city. It eats everything. And, you know, kind of like a zombie, you know, takes its mask off and rears its ugly head. And,
2: you know, everyone else has to suffer the, the consequences. What's worse is when it came to the state election, how the hell did Hokel win when she did everything wrong? Like, I am so sad because everybody I meet here, and I mean everybody that is older than 30, did not like her despised her I mean like me we there's no young people are are stupid they they just don't understand what the hell she was doing um and business owners all of them hate her existence unless they were highly insulated because they're ultra rich or her
1: policies somehow made the money did you see that uh back and forth with her and uh Zeldin in their little debate or whatever i mean it was almost non-existent she had nothing to fight with i know it, i'm sorry i just i thought it was funny i love when they when they run themselves dry they you know politicians run themselves into a corner and, and they just kind of on their way out of it and it i don't know it's hilarious i see it on a lot of different aspects in different ways how's so, that? So we- How's things been going with the homeschool stuff, though, man? Like, I mean, I know you guys are growing ex- exponentially, man. I've seen your websites have had some upgrades and stuff like that since the last time I was hanging out over there. And, I mean, you, I, I see you still pumping it out all over the internet, dude. Like, you, you can't not see you when you're somewhere, even if you get banned, because I know you've had to re-up on a couple accounts there.
3: Yeah, I, I've had two nukes with uh, over... I mean, two with over 80,000. I don't know what the real follower count was, because they, um, they usually... Accounts like that, they just cap it after a while and people follow and the count doesn't go up. Um, but yeah, things are going great. And we started January 1st, the last year is when I started doing it full time. Before then, I was kind of doing it as a side thing. And we had a monster year. We really grew a lot. And as I came into this year, because one of my good friends is um, a Marine gunnery sergeant for 20 years, uh, spent 20 years overseas. And, you know, one of the things he talks to me about is how you always want to have evaluation points where you, sorry about that, that cut me off. No, you're still here. Where you have evaluation points, you look at what you're doing, and then you make your plan of what could we change and then what could we do better. And as I come into 2023, the objective now is to start bringing in other people and expanding. And I put out a post as much as we've grown putting together a full k-12 curriculum is a monumental task and that's what we're going for now full k-12 everything nice. and, nice. and that's what we're going for now and um but that that costs a lot of money and i don't do debt because debt is how you get controlled you can't build a freedom-based business when you're taking bank loans it's why oreo tries to sell your You know, tell your kids. I I can
2: tell you there's ways to get it in a safer route that is not the traditional, but I can see I can help you later. But there's ways to get access to because debt, certain debt is good debt. Uh, here you go, it's libertarian shit. No, not libertarian. I'm talking business. I'm I'm busting your balls. I'm busting your balls. There's, there's, There's good types of debt, negative debts, like there's different types. So it's not all bad, especially if it's more of future. It can exponentially grow you. There's companies that do something like um, that analyze wh- what you're doing, and they do it based off the analysis of, of your current cash flow. So there's a million different things, but hmm. it's very interesting what you can do now.
1: I, I know. I know you're the go to guy with a lot of information like that. Cause, you know, you're always into you. You have shown me things in after chats and prior chats and stuff and i'm just like geez look at Luis, like he's mr mr big shot up there i, I feel like mr little guy like <laughs> <laughs> mr now, yeah. city
3: now Luis, i i appreciate that and that's like um there are many different ways to do things and i you know i agree that um there are certain situations where you take the debt and it's not quite as it's bad. not dangerous um but what i try especially with debt for me like i i live my life out of debt i, I don't even have a mortgage on my house
2: oh no and- that's that's positive that's great like there is nothing wrong with that mindset it's it's good it's more of when it comes to expanding business debt is a normal process of growth it's just a well, normal constant
3: that's process what growth. they say but and i and i get that because doing bit like running a business you see how expensive and you
2: can get the loans from non-traditional sources you're not exclusively tied to regular banking sources
3: now i get that but i also see how trans i mean how oreo goes from a cookie company to a company that pushes transgenderism and yes. when you look back well hear we me out when you look who owns back-
2: oreo wait who owns nabisco or was
0: rj this- reynolds
2: so there's your answer When you go back and you look from
3: March of 2020 and what happened and everything after that, you saw virtually every company in the United States of America push, putting on masks
2: and push. But you know why, right? You know who owns a port who was with one of the biggest shareholders? Who's that? BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street.
3: Yeah, because they're all in debt. They're all controlled. They're all. owned. No, no,
2: no. Well, it's it's shareholders, not really debt. So, right, some of these companies have no debt. Yeah. These companies, com- it's like Apple. Apple bows down to this, and Apple has trillions of dollars in, in valuation, right? And a trillion and something, and has 200 billion in liquid cash. And what they do, for example, because it costs them too much money to bring the money into the country, is that they issue a, a debt against them, the money that they already have. So their debt is to themselves. Um, but anyway, the and they pay interest to themselves and then they like that's how they not pay taxes on the money. So there's different tactics to to it all, and it's based off a different form of control. But yes, it it's it's not right that they are all pushing an agenda of such a type for on purpose because it's a potential depopulation agenda. It's a potential mass confusion agenda. It's also you also have multiple countries playing a role in this. You you don't think you think this is all U.S. based? It's not all U.S. based. There's multiple countries playing. but We are playing a game against other countries, and other countries are playing games against. against this game. Yeah, there's there's many
3: different interests that are fighting for power, vying for power, and they have agendas. But ultimately, the way all of these companies get controlled and they go public and they sell their shares and their motive is profit. So, so what? Then someone comes in and they get a controlling interest in your company and you're not a freedom-based company anymore. You're a soulless corporation, of course. Or you're like
2: Cargile and you're literally the devil incarnate, but you're private. Right. That's what happens. So and nobody knows them. Nobody like now, I've said that I've, company I've to actually, people and They're like, what's that? What's Carlisle?
1: I, I talked to a guy. It's been, it's been a while since I've talked to him. And I, I think I might've scared him, but he, he does. His company is neither. His company is a private, is private membership based.
3: Private membership association. PMA. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and it, found him some interesting loopholes and stuff like that in a lot of the things he was doing because you're you know you unless you're a part of it you can't be a part of it well and- many
2: places they use that loophole in order to do things like sell alcohol so if you're part of a uh if you're part of a club uh you can just sell alcohol interest to those interesting. club members they just have to pay a nominal fee but you can make it a dollar so, so in a way in New York and other places, like that's what they're doing here. They're selling you weed and you become a member. And in other places you have to get the license potentially. So that's a loophole. So you don't have to get the license. I think is to become a member to a place, but I I'm like, not sure. I like that. Cause I I'm against the,
1: I'm against the weed license. because The weed license is they, to
2: take away your gun rights. Yeah.
1: They're totally using it to take away gun rights. Like it's another Cause one. Cause you can't get goals. a
2: gun license. If you have a weed license. Mm-hmm nice miraculous. trick
1: huh? ridiculous right like they there's... got you
2: stoned and they took away i mean you shouldn't be stoned and have a gun <laughs> lights be real <laughs> you shouldn't be playing around with guns stoned
1: oh okay yes for for stoned. the sake of the show we, we don't do that you know like you we, never we...
2: play around with with firearms while intoxicated under any substance of any kind in the history of your life never do that too many videos
1: online of what happens the consequences of it you could be there and you can be the sober guy while you're watching if you're in a good distance (laughs) oh you know but i've seen i've seen you recently on there talking a good bit about that kind of what you were just you know getting at about how the a lot of the corporations and stuff like that are all seemingly pushing an agenda and you know i've I've took a stance on a lot of things personally, but then like, I'm constantly trying to promote your not corporations. You know what I'm saying? Like your, your work obviously. um, And other, like I call them like my friends in Liberty at the beginning of the show and stuff in the opening segment, but it's also just basically shop local, but even on a global scale, because, you know, you can still support like your homeschool thing, you know, even if you're over in Washington state or something like that, you know, and, and, I I think that if we can take the take more power away from a lot of these corporations, you know, I've seen more people turning to your farm stands and your, you know, your local this that and the other, or going to the local strip of their town or whatever and spending their money there, and that, you know, spending that fifty dollars at your local barber shop goes a lot further than spending fifty dollars at Great Clips, and I think more people need to start start pushing for that you know i i there's a lot of interesting people that we've had in and out over the over the past year ourselves that that's just what we're doing we're trying to create alternative answers to the you know the garbage we're fed i know you i i know you probably seen earlier today about the uh what was it The they're trying to get rid of the irs with the thing you were talking about it earlier luis
2: Oh yeah. I mean, they're not going to, but you know, if we live in this nice new reality where anything is possible, because Hey, you know, after Trump got elected, everything was possible.
1: Uh, I mean, when Bill got elected, everything, anything was possible.
2: Bill Clinton. I mean, Bill Clinton was charismatic. Oh, speaking about what you were saying, I just saw another post of, um, the adult performances in in florida i think arkansas bill formally classifies drag performances as adult oriented businesses bans children from attending wow that's such a simple law coming from arkansas it's so simple wow i don't know why they don't run that same law nationwide because everybody's in agreement on that subject that understands what a drag show is it's a highly sexualized act Ninety percent of the time in some capacity or another, maybe verbal or physical, or both. But I was I was looking up the exact details, but they're trying to ban the IRS essentially. Hmm. That's a yes, that was like today they were saying that they're pushing for a vote, but it's not gonna happen.
1: My favorite one is the one that Thomas Massey puts up every year about defunding public schools.
2: Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you really your opinion on this is when it comes to the school system you've been seeing this systematic like erosion of trust. Um hey, how are you doing? No tune. So tuned. you've been seeing the systematic erosion. Have you tracked as well the exiting and where have you seen do you know like more data it's like in these states there's more exits or like what have you been learning about this process and this change of people moving away from from the established state system?
3: Yeah, well, I get to see it a lot more than than other people because I have so many people contact me every day. And if you look back to 2020, there were about 3 million homeschoolers in the United States of America. Well, now there's 11 plus million and it's the fastest growing grassroots freedom movement in modern American history, and I kind of fell into it with this happening, but kind of like what Jim Bob talked about, where people are recognizing, one, the problem with the system, and two, the power of building these parallel systems, and the beautiful thing about the United States of America, as corrupt as it could be, as corrupt as the corporations and the bureaucracies can be, it's actually very conducive, very permissive of people building parallel systems. And we have 11 plus million homeschoolers, a lot of them in the beast, a lot of them in California, a lot of them in New York, a lot of them all over the place. And on top of that, we have all types of grassroots freedom movements coming coming about. In September, I gave a speech in Missouri at the Bertaria Times um, Magazine National Convention. And there were thousands of people there And nearly every one of these people were married. They had lots of children. There's children running around everywhere. All these people homestead, right? They have something called the Great Bear Trail where you could go on there and find out, hey, these are local organic farms, freedom-oriented people. And instead of buying from Trader Joe's, instead of buying from Walmart, like Jim Bob said, you can buy from people that you know, that you trust, that actually are part of your nation which is something that is people have why are we why is everything so tyrannical well people lost their nation it's not about um here's a state and there's a country border. well well, it's
2: it's the erosion of cohesion and okay so i'll mention so when media started to decouple it actually started to create the tribalism so indirectly mass media kept people together because it created common collective narratives. The moment entertainment exploded and diversity of all, uh, like my minds started to show up, then slowly people became who they were, whatever version of that is, or at least what attracts their attention that Mm -hmm. applies to also to language and so on. I mean, if you look at just what is Puerto Rican television when I was growing up it was horribly bad. <laughs> like horribly bad not in the production sense, but horribly bad like what they're teaching you. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you the comedy was great though. But what what they were showing it was gutter trash and that's why like it's 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 what the state wants. The state wanted Puerto Rico to not reproduce, even though they promoted it heavily, but they wanted to depopulate and kick us all out. And that's exactly what they're doing right now. They're literally, they kicked out a million of them through poverty and now they're absorbing it through tax loopholes, which, you know, it's like this weird, terrifying situation of like, this can be fixed, but nobody wants to fix it. They just want to continue to extract uh, disaster capitalism. And just, that's happening all over the country. Disaster capitalism happened all over the country. You see the East Coast and the West Coast and sometimes the South absorb th- from the center all of the resources. And that's yeah, why but- there's also a separation of culture.
3: Ultimately, it's us, we do it. You know, the state could try to do everything they want, but we allow our children to watch Netflix and we put on the garbage and. Husbands ignore their wife and they spend their time watching pornography. And you take an example. You look at the, um, you're in New York. You look at the Hasidic Jewish population in New York. And the reason they are so
2: economically prosperous. Um, Actually, they're not 90% of them are on welfare.
3: Yeah. I, I worked as um, essentially a social worker there for a while. And all of those people, you can't listen to statistics because what would happen is I would go to their houses and this is what I did for a living and you'd show up at their house and I'd walk um, up the driveway and there'd be a multi-million-dollar house in the most affluent towns in the United States of America. And I mean, they would have um, BMWs and these nice cars and you know, they the nicest stuff and chandeliers. And I had to take their insurance information. And almost every time where I take their information in these houses, they all pulled out Medicaid cards, and the reason for that is um, they understand how to work the system, which is actually a downside of their culture. But um, so don't buy into the statistics that they don't. No,
2: do- no, no I, I understand what you mean, but still, the the number is disproportionate. Like they're still like I know I know that there's a percentage of them that are making money and on the books. They're not. I know that, but it's still like the majority are on section eight because they're still in section eight housing and not everybody can play that game period no i get but, what you're saying but not everybody can play the game but yes but what, i know i've met dude, some millionaires that are on medicaid i'm like dude at least like because some people push it and they have free housing too and i'm like you are pushing it too far bro Free housing plus medicaid and you're making how much like that's too much. That's ridiculous. That you're As a culture, are system abusers, but
3: what they do very well as a culture is they have a nation. They understand that these they are stick my together.
2: Kids, they work together.
3: They buy from one another and they sell to one another and they take care of one another. When they have weddings, they make sure that that young couple is set moving forward they have a nation. And what we've lost in the United States of America, as everyone looks at this is on the television, or that's the situation, or um, they're pushing this agenda or that agenda, is that the way you get through that is you stop buying at Walmart. The way you get through that is you turn off Netflix, and you rediscover who your people are, and you start to build parallel systems. And that is how you defeat
2: the the parallel economies. We, we know that well, that's what the system doesn't want. They don't we, want everybody
1: to unite. We were we were talking about this the other night. You know, be becoming more, more community driven and more like self sufficient in your area. You know, like you've you do a good job of governing yourself every day without interference of with the federal government. Each and every one of us do, and and you're right. You know, if you can be more proactive in your little like you're down on you're down down here in the south so I, i'm not 100 sure but with me and neptune both being down this way we we know there's a lot of these little small southern towns that are still in existence out here and you know people first thing people think is like oh it's you know it's a it's a racist place and i'm just like no dude the south great it's a melting pot of everybody and like yeah you'll end up in these little small towns and if you can be more proactive in your own community and supporting your community and you know, shopping local and doing things local and this, that and the other, you can build that sense of things back. You know, that I'm not a churchgoer myself, but I do know down here in in the area we have a lot of the a lot of Baptist churches, like left and right. You can't you can't go up the street without seeing a church one side of the street from the other. And I do know that like those church communities with them being in these small Southern towns, they're not as much like the big ones you see trying to shove things down people's throat more or less. They're the ones that are a bunch of community folks hanging out together and doing for one another and scratching each other's back, you know, and there's, I think that's a reason oh. I love being down where I am is because it is a small town. Hell town so small. There's not even a hospital here. And, but I don't know, you can get, you, you got a little more push and pull. You can go talk to the neighbor and be like, hey, bro, I got extra eggs. You got anything you want to trade for? It? You know, he's going to be down. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just a minor example, but there's a lot of other things in that same system that that work, you know? And I think the more we can do for ourselves and each other locally, the better off we are in general. Like, we, we just need to keep building our system while Rome crumbles. Like, let them crumble. Let Washington eat themselves. Like, Y'all have it. We're going to keep doing our thing out here in the sticks.
4: (laughs) Yeah. and uh, Hey, Brett. uh, I think I have been on one episode with you before. Uh, Sorry for being late, Jimmy. I did have a thought on that, by the way. Uh, I grew up in a small town in South Carolina, and I grew up in church. And, you know, for all the people that will call the South flyover country for for all it's worth, uh, something about community identity and getting reconnected to your culture, especially in small towns, and I think this is true and should be true everywhere, but especially in the, in the Southeast, is that if there is one thing, and having grown up in, in the church, literally being in church all the time and pretty much distance me away from, from religion in, in the whole shot, is that if small churches do one good thing for their communities, is that church, small churches do charity, better than anyone else, because that is the monicum of what it means for a community to come together, especially when something happens,
0: Um, that
4: that is something that I I think that, uh, you know, community identity really needs to get back, especially to your point that I think communities have lost their way. We've lost our identity as a people. Everybody's
1: uh, transplants, and nobody wants to talk to their neighbor. They're scared. Yeah, of
4: there, there are so many underlying elements we've covered in the past. Like there's there's so many ways in which we actively avoid interacting with our neighbors. Face to face conversation has pretty much disappeared. And I, I constantly mention these being a, a a source of that poison is is the phone. Go out anywhere, you can't see every other person's got their phone up. There is no interaction between humans anymore. Mm-hmm. It's depressing. So that was all. I just had to share that thought. That <laughs> at, at a community level, I, I think that's uh, that is super imperative. If people could actually come together and talk to one another, uh, our local communities would thrive and have not even so much as give a damn about what the federal government thinks.
3: Yeah, it's it's hard to. Um, it's hard for someone to get at you and tell you to put on a mask or get out of the store when you've known them and you're friends with that person. And I think what you see in a lot of these big cities is people are, although they live close, they're so disconnected that they all act like animals toward one another. But for example, when I went from New York and came down South, it was completely different down here where no one just out of politeness and respect, no one would act toward one another the way they did all the time in New York. Or why don't you put on your mask and get out of the store? And um, it's a completely different culture. And it just comes from yep. at least where I am. A lot of it, um, you guys brought up the churches of uh, the churches do a great job in this community of just that building community and holding events for, um, you know, they do a lot of like back to school
2: events for the children mm. and, uh, I wanted to ask, based off what you're working on, have you explored the idea as well of building some form of a net for the adults? Like some yeah, well, form I- of like a way to also bring certain groups together in certain places for the adults as well, like creating alternative, t- alternative ties that can give them the, the opportunity to show up at a place to not just get inebriated, but just share
3: yeah, well, the funny thing is that um, we actually have a lot of adults take our homeschool classes, um, and I get that all the time. People make comments. Sorry about that. At a phone call. People make comments on my videos and say, oh, I wish this was for adults, and I say, yeah, we have plenty of adults, and then next thing you know, they sign up. Um, but, you know, before I did bring up the um, Bertaria Times event I was at, well, there's an app, the Bertaria Times app that I'm on, And that's exactly what it is, where it's these people all over the country who are freedom-minded, who are homesteaders, who are homeschoolers, who grow their own food, who start small businesses. And they all meet there, and they actually have meetups all over the country. I've been to a few in North Carolina. I've been to one in Pennsylvania. I went to the event in Missouri. So these type of grassroots things are happening all over America. What did you call it?
2: Bertaria Times. Bear. Never heard of it. Oh, I, I feel been. like I heard
4: that somewhere before.
2: Bertaria Times.
3: Oh yeah, you guys should get on there. You'll be blown away with just how beautiful the community is, and
2: it's a it's a weird bee. Oh, well it's got a great rating and thousands of ratings. So okay, cool. Oh yeah, they
3: they have over ten thousand members on there. That's what I mean when I say there's like
2: serious grassroots freedom stuff going on. That's interesting. Cool. That's the thing. Is like that. The good thing about how the internet fractures and decentralization starts to commence. The. Power that comes from decentralization, and I can see why there's a physical form to it as well, is eventually you will have token systems embedded in communities that are like outside of the current system. And they will use blockchain in order to facilitate exchange between each other in a in a frictionless manner. There will be likely physical Mm -hmm. options available, but blockchain for even small communities can be very bountiful. We were talking to somebody that was trying to do that in Alaska.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and you, 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 you you guys in your city life can stick with that. Me and me and us Flintstones are going to be out here, you know, trading trading rocks, and I'm okay with that. No,
2: but trading eggs, man. Even even in beans, sir, <laughs> in in those environments, you can have an internal system.
1: I know. No, no, That's the no, no,
2: great I just, part no. about alternatives. But trust me, if I can pay you with just literally flicking my wrist in ten years, or go get the waters of cat, like most people, even if it's free, free, they're gonna swap move the arm. But cash is going to still be a, around for a while. It's not going to go away. No, oh, no. Yeah, we talk
1: about that all the time.
2: I'm going back to silver. I mean, that's not a bad idea.
1: Silver is probably bad. one of the most stable things on the market there is. I'll, I'll give it and
2: Silver is undervalued, honestly. It's heavily undervalued. Sure. It's manipulated and undervalued. I yeah. mean gold is a mix, but silver is definitely
4: undervalued. And I'm sure Kurt would love to be on for that part. Oh, I, yeah. mean,
2: <laughs> I mean, you can look it up. I'm not saying go go spend your savings on it. I'm saying simply study it. Silver's interesting. There's a reason why silver is rare now. It's because it's used on everything. Unnecessary
4: mid episode plug for our sponsor, Kirk Elliott, PhD. <laughs>
1: right right you know sponsor
2: one sponsor two (laughs) right well he said silver he they said silver first he uh
1: well i mean you know kirk got that thing going on but like you're saying about like the silver and the prices you're right like you can it's crazy if you if you're lucky enough to come across an early coin that's act that is actually silver you can have a dime in your pocket that's worth like 15 bucks and you don't even realize it you're like what the hell and i'm like yeah dude it's completely silver i I run across them occasionally especially because i'm i'm a big cash user like i i am that guy that is going out of my way to make sure that i have cash and i'm totally gonna be paying cash and people are just like are you still carrying cash i'm just like i'm just like i just Sir, but when when you get Pablo
2: Escobar money, what are you gonna do? You're gonna get rubber bands and you're just gonna like flip them in and then put them underground. Come on, man. Come on.
1: And there's still money out here buried from Jesse James somewhere. I'm gonna find it one day.
2: Interesting. If you were to find money from 120 years ago. Would you have the, it's be worthless. Nobody's going to exchange you the value of it because that version of the United States doesn't exist. Um,
4: so I just wanted to interject for a moment too. like, well, we're, while we're talking about bartering and such, uh, Luis, I don't think I've ever shown you these uh, Jimmy. I know I've shown you Is your silvers? I have a few, I need to get them properly appraised, but I do have some here. Uh, I do you got a couple I've got a few uh, half dollars, few uh, few dollars, but I've got a bunch of these. And for bartering down the line, if you can recognize that, that's a night dollar. Yeah. I've, I've got a got a whole baggie of these.
1: Oh cool. Oh, yeah. some something like that would come in great for bartering because it's real yeah. silver, you know what I'm saying? And you'll be yeah, able to Yeah, just pulled it out of chest. But I also have a buffalo nickel. Oh, nice. Uh
4: I'm
1: just not wanting to focus, but anyway. I've been carrying around a couple of bicentennial quarters for about two weeks now because I got them back in change randomly. So I was like, I, I ain't see seen them any still- of these in a while. Oh, oh. and uh,
2: oh, oh, do you see what they're doing now? They're they're just launching events. Oh.
4: Bless you guys with some good luck too. Two dollar bills. Two dollar bills.
2: You know, that's the weird thing about the two dollar bill is that it's still printed. Yeah, it's just nobody goes to get it.
4: But, <laughs> but it's I just wanted printed. to share that. Yeah, I just I just wanted to share that, like you know, in in the bartering side of things, that's pretty why cool. Why do you think they, they haven't rule. changed
2: the one dollar bill?
4: That I have no idea. If, is there any
2: thoughts of why they haven't changed? I know the twenty is the most used, pretty much,
4: but why not change the one? You that one? I have no idea on that one. But you know, the one that really blows my mind is it the penny that is costs yes. more to. Is it is there's it the no penny? reason with
2: inflation yeah. and everything they should just round yeah. everything to a fifth?
4: Yeah, and eliminate uh, the penny,
2: eliminate the penny. Yeah, Everybody said it for years. Eliminate
1: uh, the penny. Right. Nope, I'm, I'm against that because I'm totally for the people that show up in the tolls and give them pennies for the shit they deserve. Like, <laughs> I, I you know like that toll roads pissed me off because Georgia's a great example. They added a 23 cent gas tax because they promised us extra lanes for 75 and they gave us our extra lanes for 75 but they're pay lanes and you can only use them if you pay for them
2: little dicks
1: right like Verity. and I've seen stuff like that go on all over the place and I'm totally against the toll road like for that kind of aspect of it because I'm just like y'all are just using this to make money but, like.
2: And, and that's the thing that's an aspect of gatekeeping to an extent Yeah. gatekeeping of access
1: yeah Dude, man, I I don't know who's familiar with 75 southbound. I know Tristan is, but you don't travel on 75 between the hours of 5.30 a.m. and 9 p.m. at night because it's going to take you two hours to get 40 miles.
4: 75 is a mess. (laughs) And so is 16. They've been shutting down 16 at night outright and Ooh. it is scheduled to be closed for the next several months for a widening project.
1: Where are you going to go? Sure we'll How are you going to get this way?
4: You got to go you have to take either I think it's uh back roads. It's the it's the highway that runs parallel. It's the one that will take you to Macon
0: 475.
4: Uh, it, it, it runs parallel with uh with 16 uh all the way up to Macon. Okay. Uh, but yeah they've they've got it shut down between the hours of like nine PM and like five AM. So if you're traveling at night, uh yeah, you're not taking the interstate. Jesus. They so what it.
1: do
2: you what do you guys think about the digital dollar? I'm not Central a Central Bank Digital Currencies that's coming in May? It's May. It starts in May. So what they're doing is I was speaking to somebody that was about like currency swapping that they're doing and stuff. So we're exporting our inflation. That's why we don't feel it as much. We're literally exporting it to other countries. So people don't get, we have inflated the currency heavily. It's just other countries are experiencing the pain instead of us through a complicated, convoluted method of fuckery that we're doing. What's going to happen is every time you send a uh, transaction from one bank to another it'll convert into the central bank digital currency version so this is going to be automatic you're not going to have any control over it you probably won't yeah so what will happen is for example you're sending a transfer from one bank to another it'll convert slowly all the ledgers will convert slowly and does that include checks? like if you, if you write what? someone
3: that's how it will transfer
2: yes everything so it will look like the same but the ledger will eventually become that it will take a long time it, it won't happen from one day to another because you're essentially converting trillions of cat in cash or like liquid movable like no, that's actually way more than that but you're you're converting certain amounts of money because it's going to be the digital first and then eventually. Um, they'll tell you that if they're paying you a salary that you can get like better interest rates so they'll 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 entice people to use the system they'll probably eventually also instill universal basic income through the central bank digital currencies in china they were having an issue that they were talking already talking about it years ago but they are now some certain people they're taking a certain percentage out of the bank account if they don't use the money in a certain time frame yeah, well, they're they're gonna expiring money is coming. Yeah, they're going to implement
3: um, UBI and base it on your social credit score. And if I you're don't a, I think vi- they're gonna
2: base it off your social credits. Oh, uh, just just give it time. If you're a victim, I am not. I if if you're making a good amount of money, what 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 cares do you give? They're not going to base it off your credits because because th- th- then all the bad people are going to be so impoverished that they're going to cause more problems. And the point of UBI. That's what I'm saying. That's my argument against it. The point of UBI is to prevent extreme poverty that creates more crime. So if you were to do that, you will promote more crime. Yeah, but ultimately they're going to do
3: it. They're not worried about crime. They're worried about control. And ultimately what they're going to do is try to get to the point where they can start shutting people's money off. Based on social credit, or oh. limiting their money based on social credit,
2: I and and I agree with you that that is a real problem, and I think the solution is we have to literally add an amendment to the constitution that def- that blocks be- the government from taking away people's money. I think that that's literally the only viable option available for us. Of course, it is a debate that cannot be had because most people don't have the the comprehension to understand what the hell I just said,
1: but. True, but I mean, like at the end of the it day, it's to gonna,
2: happen in the next 10 years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna
1: to point at the
2: government from doing that to anybody.
1: I'm going to point at Canada and how they did do it to those. Truckers. Oh,
2: that was us telling them to do it. I mean, the, and they're converting everything like now, too. So all the governments, all the banks are converting it. This is not exclusive to us. It's the entire planet is converting to digital currencies. Yeah. So what, what is the
3: um, applicability of getting the government to pass an amendment that would protect that right? I would say it's about zero, which is why I know so many a lot of people see the benefits of blockchain, and I get why people get behind it. But to me, I find it to be a very dangerous technology that they're going to roll out and use to control people. And, and they're going to do creative methods. They're going to do stuff based on social credit scores, and we can help the disadvantaged. They're gonna do government bailout type of situations where like, let's say that Ford is going out of business or whatever, some American company, and they're gonna say, we can give um, in a lottery drawing, a hundred million Americans, $40,000 right now, and they have to spend that money buying cars from this company. And people are gonna get all gung-ho behind it.
2: So I, I would say yes and no, and good points and lots of things. Uh MMT. Uh you ever heard of modern monetary theory? No. Okay. It's the idea that essentially we are living in a perpetual consumer system. And if we I'm kind of summarizing it, if we stop it, if we stop it, then the whole scam collapses. And you noticed in 2020 that they turned on the spigot for the first time towards the economy instead of towards corporations. You know, corporations got money too. And look what happened. What happened was fascinating. So that means if they just turn on the spigot in the right direction, it creates overall prosperity. But they don't want that. Of (laughs) course.
0: They don't want that no what i what i need
2: they need to keep you like bitching and fighting and pissed off they don't want you to have roads that
1: work this this goes this goes into like what i think what me and bandit like to point out a lot of times and i think we talked about this so much on the show in the recent months but i will continue to bring it up until i guess drill it into everyone's head the whole jetson's flintstones thing okay there's gonna be people that want that and want to do it and will do what it takes to be controlled and to be into that. And then you've got the people like us out here that are going to come up with our own bartering system and where you have no need to go deal with the rest of that society. If that's, you know, the plans that they're going to do. And I don't, I think that they, I don't, I don't put it past them to shut us off. Like to think that they wouldn't, I think is kind of silly, but the fact that They could and very well would people like myself, you know, people like yourself, Brett, you know, I'm okay with that, though. I don't want to be in that part of the society. And I don't think they're going to be wasting quite as much money to come and find me and you out in the sticks doing it Flintstone style as they're going to spend the money to make sure that they can keep the dude, you know, behind in in idiosyncrasy behind the screen, watching his porn and doing his drugs and being happy you know what i'm saying like that oh, i, I dude, think i think have, have i think in the end about we're gonna end gonna up freer it? than a lot of the other people are because it's gonna it's gonna fracture like it's absolutely gonna fracture
2: uh, on on you said have you ever thought about who's funding it all the porn you know the majority of the porn is associated with one one company mind geek ever heard of mind geek you guys in person, you know her mind geek.
4: Okay. So my no, geek is from here. Go, and I've been in it for 17 years. Oh yeah. And, and, and they pay well, evidently because not, not many people want to
2: work with what's inside of the servers. Um, yeah. Also, uh, the, the random element of interesting facts about the the uh, companies. Uh, what port hub is, I think associated with them too. Pornhub at one point had so much child porn, and that's why they got sued out of Oblivion, and that's why they had to destroy the majority of their catalog. They just nuked the majority of the content in the system in order to try to clean it all out. Um, Mastodon, evidently now, which is where all the leftists went, is now full of child porn. But if you look up MindGeek, yes, MindGeek uh, is I have a it. portion of the
1: market. It's very interesting.
2: So I wonder so who owns or... Geek. I
1: bet it's Blackrock. Look,
2: look. Uh, that's I believe it's kind of mysterious. <laughs> who owns I was it? Back. I looked into it. If if you look at porn and
3: like how it's monetized with the amount of bandwidth that it would take,
2: there's just no way that porn literally innovated the internet. So porn chose blue, like chose formats. Like porn has driven the internet. Now it's not the case. But until the 2010s, porn was the majority of all web traffic.
3: Yeah, and, and so much of porn is given away for free. And I think the reason that it's so shadowy is I would um I would make a bet that the intelligence agencies are very involved in getting pornography onto people's computer. And it's if you look at how it's been used historically, pornography has been weaponized, right? It's like one of the first things that Israel did with Palestine is they made sure that there was porn on every television, right? At times they put on porn to the point where any channel
2: you put on would just be porn and you can't turn it off. Wait, and, explain, explain that. Could you go into that? Because what? I've never heard of this tactic, but I'm I'm. curious. You're, you're basically cucking a population and no no but tell me what the heck were they actually doing so were wh- what was they just broadcasting through like the tv broadcast actual porn channels act- all of them right to your enemies because year right it- was this i'm just like this is the weirdest psychological tactic i've ever heard i'm, I'm not saying it didn't happen i'm just like what is this i want to learn more i've never heard of anybody broadcasting porn as a weapon
1: the israeli saying- army the israeli army of course denies it but there actually is some truth to this in 2002.
3: it's it is a weapon of war um and it's been used more times throughout history and what you're doing is you're cucking the population you're making the men weak and that's the idea behind it and now we have a society where you know we brought up like that law that cool law you brought up in arkansas where it's like, no, the, the drag queen thing is an adult thing. Well, they could very easily in the United States of America, they do it with gambling. They make it
2: where you have to prove you're 18 years old. There's a So, so there the is gamble. a counter argument to that, and it happened in England. There's a counter argument to that. What? That yeah, means you have to now want... show your ID to go on the internet?
3: No, oh. to access pornography, and we're talking about people who are um broadcasting bodies and they're making it accessible to children right so So, this is a weapon against our population and children are so porned out by the time they're 20 21 22 years old that it has completely shifted their mind and it break it directly leads to the breaking up of the family unit to people putting off marriage living promiscuous lifestyles and this has been weaponized against our population. I, I mean, and- Japan oh,
2: might be a great example of it. So I'm it- not disagreeing with you. Because um, Japan is hypersexualized. Yeah, nobody's having sex.
1: So, I mean, I know this is not the best. Uh, this isn't a website I'd usually recommend, but there was. This guy has the best article with information. I'm going to share it with this about At Foot. Would have started in everything in Israel and the Palestine TV stations. Like, there's you open up a rabbit hole on me that I'm just digging into. I didn't Here, you you know, I know about one, this kind of thing. I know about
4: dropped another link in the chat. Uh, Sydney Morning Herald in Australia reported on it in 2002.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, this is this is in the chat. I don't see it. This isn't like interesting on oh, its own. And well, like, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying at all. Like, that is definitely a way to to weaken there a I populace go. and the and the super sexualization of the japanese people like Luis was saying like that that explains a lot that explains and they lot. and still there they go Luis, to the, the, there the for the you genitals,
2: know. yeah <laughs> they so the genitals which i find that's so
1: weird wow like <laughs> i don't <you> know <laughs> why
2: that started or why it continues at that point i'm like okay i i, I get it but
3: you know what gravy will really blow your mind and don't get me wrong i'll preface this with the i don't support this group or these people i think um you know they're not my people like i don't support them but just as a historical fact because it's taught wrong they're like oh the nazis burned books look into what the nazis really burned
1: i've brought this i've brought this conversation up to people before and people mm-hmm. are like Whoa. what were what, what
2: the books about
1: so so i've i've brought this up before i've actually i made an old before i got deleted on tiktok i actually did make a video about you should look into the books that were burned in Nazi Germany and because i know germany
2: before uh everything went to insane mode they were the hollywood of the world that's where the most creative people were and they was very so yeah, pretty was was, much what is like here now.
1: So there was seventy-three books that were banned by the Nazis, Could you say and some of them have some interesting thoughts about it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you start reading into some of them, you're like, "Whoa, why this one? Why this what, one?" What were they about? Well, I mean, it's a it's a variety of things. You know, like I mean, you've got some things that are like the time machine. Like you know what I'm saying? Like sure, I maybe i don't know they didn't want people to think like that but when you get into some other things there's there's the communist manifesto you know and some other hg some other interesting hg wells books that were banned there 42nd parallel like the communist manifesto
2: was banned by the nazi german uh-huh. party
1: the writings of Sigmund Freud were banned.
2: Fascinating
1: selection
3: e- of books that they banned. Well, I that mean, wasn't what I was getting at. Although, I mean, it makes sense that they burnt the Communist Manifesto because <laughs> they were rivals with the Communists and they're, you know, they're totalitarian. Right, I'm like, but also, alive. this is a whole
1: list. I'm, I'm gonna make sure I keep this. They also did uh Das Kapital by Karl Marx. What has been done by Vladimir Lenin? Like, there's some interesting books here that you. It makes you wonder what were they what were they really banning does bring to question I will give that
3: what, what I was getting at is uh, the majority of what they were burning was actually pornography um, and homosexual and transgender literature Really, that's the majority of what now they also burn stuff like you brought up with H.G. Wells and um, the Communist Manifesto and you know just Nazi type shit but a a part of what they were doing
1: the meta the metamorphosis that's one that you're talking about right there yeah that's interesting
3: part of what they were doing was um a cultural pushback against the same type of agendas that are pushed and again i want to preface this that does not mean i support the nazis i don't like me and mr mustache but i like to talk about historically accurate things and I think part of the reason they demonize some of this stuff so much is they don't want people to understand um, what led to certain historical events because a lot of the agendas, like there has to be an agenda that really pisses people off for them to accept Hitler, right? And part of that same agenda that was really pissing people off, a lot of it, it's the same agenda that's pushed on us today.
1: L- Luis, do you think this has something to do th- some of these books has something to do with our favorite subject over here? The Frankist.
2: Yes, well, the Frankist speak about inversion and it this in it, it, it you could say that it's possible they were going against the Frankist, but at the same time it it it's such a it's potentially a very weak argument because they were such a, a addicts of the occult. So they were mm. probably against several different versions of what is occult uh, ideology. And what I mean, a cult, we mean all the hidden, what I mean by all the hidden. I mean, if you know anything about the Nazi party, you know, they spend the equivalent of what they spent on the nuclear bomb on research yes. of history in other countries. Yes. The reason why Indiana Jones movies exist is because the Nazi party spent an ungodly amount of money in looking at different historical points in different parts of the world in the, what is equal today to the equivalent of what the Manhattan Project spent. Imagine spending the Manhattan Project discovering bizarre histor- like stories of the world. That is crazy. Hmm.
3: What do you guys make of like Yeah, and I know they were obsessed with Antarctica and all that. Like, really interesting stuff. What do you guys make of, like, um, you guys brought up the occult and, um, like, you get into Plato with Atlantis and um, the truth about even the timeline that we're on versus ancient civilizations. I know Graham Hancock just did a documentary on this. Not that I buy in. I mean, I I don't like it. It's, like, a douche thing for me to say. I don't buy into everything anyone says. Um, But he recently put together a documentary on the topic of is the timeline really yes. what it? No, us-
1: the timeline's altered, bro. Like uh I am uh, the biggest thing that especially Graham Hancock points out to is the I and the J. Yeah, and, and how and how a lot of these numbers had either eyes in front of them or Js in front of them, and all everybody molded them into ones. And it's totally probably actually like the year seventeen hundred.
3: Oh, so you think you think the timeline is actually um, less, not more? Yes.
2: Well, there is phantom time theory. I was, I speak, I said, I tell other people like that's the actual term you can look up. Phantom Thank time you. Theory. I knew there was a term for it. Yeah, Uh it's fascinating. Just look into it; it's fascinating. And I told other people that, and they're like, "Oh, that'd be funny." That we're like in the 1700s, is it? That's one of the potential outcomes. Is that we're in the 1700s?
1: Well, I mean, I know, I, I know when you look at like the, uh, like the the Jewish year timeline or the Russian year timeline or even the Chinese year timeline, it's not, two, it's not two thousand twenty three. Like in Ethiopia, it's like two thousand twelve when it was twenty twenty here.
2: Oh, there is the seven year gap. That one's for sure
1: real. Well, like I know it's a know, seven
2: like, year error, so it's 2020. I know, like the, I know, but I also know, like,
1: the Chinese, the Chinese I, have like the year 5,000 or something? So
2: now it's 2015. There's, I believe there... now is technically 2015. So that has been almost proven true. It's just too hard to fix. You can't just tell the entire planet. By the way, we got the years. <laughs> we got to fix it. Like, it's not going to happen. Oh, and somebody figured out how to fix Leap here. Just added an, a new, an entire week. To December, and that's it.
1: I seen it somewhere where there's all
2: days will always be the same. Like May twentieth will always be a Monday
1: for I've, all time. I have seen it somewhere where there it's 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 either a Chinese or a Japanese calendar, and it's like a Jewish the Chinese calendar.
2: calendar goes back five thousand years. Yeah, the, that, the, it's, the, like, the that the it's like that it's like the year five thousand. Not the, the year. calendar goes thousands of years back, and. The Chinese were basically running the planet to an extent in terms of trade uh, until recently. It was the history, the century of shame—that's what they call it—when the British basically made them become addicted to opiates, and now they're doing that to the rest of the planet as a like a fuck you to the rest of the planet with fentanyl. Goes around, comes around. Essentially, yeah. That's Mm -hmm. why fentanyl is all over the planet. It's because they're literally giving it away to the cartels.
3: Yeah. It's unrestricted warfare and war comes in. I mean, we're at war fifth generation of warfare. We're at war already. I brought up the porn and it's the porn, the fentanyl it's Walmart. It's just unrestricted warfare. And unless the men of our country really start to step up and say it and say it and say it so that, young people can start to understand it, you're never going to win a battle if people don't understand what the fight is. And the fight is, it really is biblical because ultimately what it comes down to is the fight is your own sin. And the more we remove sin from our lives, the stronger our positions become and the stronger our nation becomes.
2: There, There's a really bright future potentially ahead of all of us. We just have to align... Come together and it's going to happen. I, I see the the brighter outcome happening. I, I know I was literally speaking to my mom, she's like, Oh my god, this country's going down to Twitter. I'm like, Yeah, well technically already we're at World War Three and they're just drugging everybody to distract them. So what the heck did you expect them to do? They're, we we have so much wealth, but it's so disproportionately shared we have so much wealth that if the government wants to like, just basically like dole down everybody, they can. I mean, we, that's what the the brave new world. So like, this is a version of Soma and eventually our pharmaceuticals will be so transparently integrated into our food supply that everybody will just be drugged all day and it'll be based off the food. You'll be living in a permanent state of bliss. That's eventually. well, I mean,
1: you already do have, Your biggest tobacco glomerates in the world behind your most of your biggest food chains like nabisco and uh craft and stuff like that are all already owned by big tobacco and have been since the 80s and you know i mean big tobacco is already in bed with the government more than anything else so you can't tell me that they don't already have stuff in in the food you know people people fail to realize that the thing Anything can be put under the part where it says natural and artificial flavors. You would be surprised at the things that are accepted by the FDA to be put under that moniker, as the,
2: well as long abolish the, the FDA. Fire oh dude, I'm all, all the about abolish members the of the FDA and all the in the governing framework and eliminate the the cash incentives and built built into it.
0: Dude, I've,
1: I've, you I've been for you about fire all the of FDA. them first. Yeah. Fire all of them. Every last one of them. Every
2: last one of them, and change the the economic framework, and that's it. It's not rocket science. It's well, like, not complicated. Fuck. Here's the thing about
3: like the FDA. It's they will. Their job isn't to keep you healthy. It's their only job that they actually do well is to make it where when you bite into a hamburger, you don't die the next day. But they openly admit that. If you eat all the food that they allow and they recommend, it'll kill you, and that's where it gets back to personal responsibility because it's like, Yeah, abolish the FDA like all these things. I mean, listen, I, I love people's sentiment, but like all these things are pipe dreams. But what we could control and how we could shift the messaging is don't rely on the FDA,
2: understand that they won't let you
3: die when you bite into a hamburger, but if you eat all their food, they'll oh. let you die. In cancer in 10 years. I
2: believe there was uh, something they're pushing now. to make it. So all holistic medicine is considered a drug. Yeah. Yes. You saw that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're trying tr- to
2: push that shit now. So that's they're trying to go
1: after homeopathic stuff. But yeah, I my mean- f-
2: my friend is a Chinese is China. It works in Chinese medicine. And she also just got like ridiculous news from the government saying, hey, you need to have this procedure done and all your employees need to get it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what? Why? And they're slowly trying to control everything.
1: That's wild. Bro. Yeah. I mean, I, go ahead, Brett. You no,
3: know, at the same time, they could try to control everything, but we can grow our own herbs and we can get the right books and we can educate our children. This is what I do. By the way, I appreciate your, your friend. My wife is uh, an acupuncturist, um, a doctor of Chinese medicine. But we can teach our children all of this ancient knowledge. We could teach them about herbology from a very young age. There's a great curriculum a friend of mine has, Poella Brown, who has a homopathy program for kids, K through 12, right? And you can teach kids this stuff from a very young age. You could set up a culture where you're growing your own herbs, and of course, within your community, you could even have experts in your community that, you know, we do what we do, right? And we can build outside of their system because the longer I've been in this fight, and I and I started out this in this fight, you know, many years ago, and um, I was trying to sound the alarm and we need governmental change. These pricks don't change, but what I have seen in my lifetime is I have seen people change in bounds. And we can do that in all of these different areas like the fda is going to do what they're going to do but i'm going to do what i'm going to do and i think i can get enough of my neighbors to do it too and that's how we take back our country
2: i agree that's all possible and lastly with
1: that i couldn't i couldn't disagree with that at all like that's i mean that's something i definitely push around here a lot is that we need to take matters back into our own hands isn't the degree of
2: education higher for most homeschooled generally than any public or private system
3: yeah they outperform uh public school and private school students on every standard metric and then there's the non-standard where it's like homeschool students are so much more entrepreneurial and all of that good stuff um and like listen i like louise i love everything you've laid down here like you you are just a wealth of knowledge. And this is the type of stuff we need the children taught. Like they should, you know, we should have a bunch of little Louises that understand all of this stuff. And then we take the messaging and we say, and now that they all understand this stuff, how do we beat that system? And the only adjustment I would make is instead of like abolish the FDA. I mean, yeah, we could go for that. That's fine. But I mean, like- not
2: abolish. We need the FDA just replace all the current stuff and the framework, the economic framework checks and the economic framework is is garbage basically the private corporations are controlling and making are telling everybody what to do that's why the solution for the for the medical system is actually also very simplified and it can be done in one sentence uh pharmaceutical uh american pharmaceutical companies and the hospital systems and the insurance companies all three will be delisted from the american stock exchange all I like three
1: that. eliminated yeah. I from all
2: public guy. trading that's oh, I, how you uh, fix Kel? it
1: yeah,
2: I mean. hey Kel yeah, I mean, yeah hey bro. Kel glad
1: glad you, glad you ended up popping in here with us this evening man we oh, we, yeah, we miss you I'm we know you've had a beautiful
5: on. Face. Is, uh, where are
1: you <laughs> this is Brett Pike these
5: uh <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, brother, I just wanted to touch right quick while we're on the topic. I don't want to like pause the show because it sounds like y'all on some good content. You know how every car is sold with a seatbelt. I believe every institution and you're right, Louise, uh, corporations are running things. Um, and that's what, um, um, Kennedy and Jefferson and a few others, even, even Trump, I say was up against the, the, uh, corporate, uh, big business people running the show. In other words, you could you could buy America if you got enough backing. But I think every institution should have a guard dog. FDLA, they should have someone watching, making, you know how they audit businesses, if you run a business and you gotta have your paperwork all together. Every institution, the pharmaceutical, every the school system, educational, everything need to have a guard dog, bro. and, and they don't. And so that's how they are able to operate above the law, you know, and that's not fair.
2: Um because it, it, this is it, the reality, you they cannot disappear overnight and right and you exactly. can't just say, Let's go for all liberty and like all because then they will be the maximum exploiters because they already mm-hmm. have the power. So yes. it's a complicated situation where we need to deregulate and also add more advanced regulations at the same time, yeah. simultaneously. It's like this weird situation of take out the old, but also uh-huh. innovate for the new. For example, the Glass-Steagall, which was from the late 30s, Look, I believe, um, was enacted in order to prevent the banking and financial institution from co-mingling funds. Mm-hmm clinton took it out he caused 2008 he caused now
1: yeah
2: it was he made so much built built this business. madness
1: and can can i can i point back at something i said earlier louise i told you there was reasons to not like bill clinton and you tried to correct me because he was charismatic. No,
2: no 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 what i was saying was
5: I feel bad, Louise. I was one. I, I no, believe. No, I hate board. Bill Clinton. I was just
2: saying something else in relation to that. I forgot what it was.
5: No, I do I just had to poke fun. But
1: I mean,
2: I mean, but but this I is true. I, I, I do
1: see. I think. I think education is the the foundation of all of this. You know, and you have got Brett out here leading the cause and and linking all these folks together to do the best with this as you can, you know. And I think that. Taking the education back into our own hands and actually educating the kids on all of this stuff, the things we've talked about tonight, just other things in general and true history. Like, I that's where I think a lot of things went have gone away. Like, people are not taught true history, they're not taught a linear right. history, they're not taught. They're taught things all over the place. You know, on Monday, you're going to be talking about Egypt. And by the end of the week, you're talking about something in China that probably happened 800 years prior. Or you're that, taught but... history
2: about not your country. Like people in Africa were complaining. And I forgot the country. I'm sorry. But they were complaining why the hell are we taught all this European and American? And like, why right. are we taught about them? We don't care. We want right. our history. Right. We
1: want right. You history.
2: know, Teach and, our
1: and another And another thing that's not taught in American schools that I will say is taught in a lot of other countries is about the propaganda machine. You know, like oh, when wow. I when I went to Germany and did, and did 11th America. grade in Germany, one of the classes we had to take was literally American propaganda. And people are like, what? And I was like, yes, you are taught in the school system there about American propaganda. That's how big and strong the American propaganda machine is, is that other countries have whole entire education Classes dedicated to it, and you know that's I when I first ran across Brett, a couple, you know, a couple of years ago now, uh, you know, doing his thing up there on TikTok and everything like that. Like that's what I seen him talking about was noticing propaganda, and I think that with taking this is kind of going back to what I was saying a few minutes ago with taking education back into our own hands that that 11 million people or 20 million people, as you were saying that it is now that's 20 million people that are pulled away from the 20 million kids that have been pulled away from the system, pulled away from the indoctrination camp and given critical thinking skills and a way to actually change the world. That 20 million kids is going to make a hell of a difference when all of them get old enough to physically be able to make a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like they're already going to have their heads Tied on their tied on their shoulders, right? And that's why I really think that the education aspect of it is important. You know, I've I've, I've been vocal and against public schools for for quite some time, anyway. But like it, it just seems to get worse, like when it comes to
5: that yeah, aspect you, of it. You and won't believe just, what
2: just happened in relation to all of this. So just you said propaganda several times. I was looking. Oh, let me look at Brett. This <laughs> the first thing he says.
0: Hear it. video
2: that showed up was <laughs> that and it's not you, like it has a billion views or anything it's but isn't that interesting that i like it was that. listening and then it's listening talk, and bursting, showing you more propaganda. showing you more brett
1: right there like it's just like no but i is. looked
2: him up but the fact that the first thing that showed up was about propaganda
5: mm-hmm. and yeah. listen education system today is propaganda itself it's not true education that they're teaching and you're right uh J- J- jb they're attacking education first um and it's by design when they implemented the common core thing that's a that it's, was it's bill by gates design. by the way that was bill well, gates well I mean, not just
1: bill gates if you want to go back to the 70s when maxwell's father was behind the company that wrote most of the textbooks in this country mm-hmm like that's a problem that's yes. that's that's massad a massad agent and his family educating uh, the american public like what the hell well it worked thinking? out for them didn't they how much it worked out do for them pretty well didn't
5: year? it? Mm-hmm. and if i like, still don't have
1: a client list
5: and if i pay more teachers go ahead less Brett. than they pay correction I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm getting better at this um they pay teachers less than they pay correctional officers. Right. Correctional officers are watching grown men who don't live, they don't went to school and everything. The teachers now have to pay for their own supplies also. um, And they don't have the backing. A lot of teachers didn't come back to teach, you know. Um, That is a big problem, JB, and you're absolutely right. They start there because smart kids, once you put them in group settings and you slow them down by making them keep up with the group progress, what they're doing is they like they dumb they dumb it down the geniuses of our future through our kids.
2: There's there's models where kids from different ages interact together, and then those yeah. kids that are oh, faster yeah, that can easily yeah. just go into the to the groups that gravitate yeah. to their equality of yeah. thought. That's
4: and, something yeah. I experienced going into public school. Was I was in multiple accelerated learning programs, and mm-hmm. I graduated when I was seventeen. And the, the thing that always bothered the hell out of me looking back at public school now is that for the kids that had an opportunity to get accelerated, the school system itself didn't seem to want to, you know, to embrace to accelerate
1: that. Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it,
4: it didn't seem that way to me anyway. And mm-hmm. being told that I think fast, hot, fast, uh, bothered the hell out of me, but I, I happen to agree with all of that, too, that aside from all of the problems in Common Core, and especially that ridiculous note, uh, whatever it was called, George Bush enacted uh, whatever the hell the name of that program was, uh, you know, <sighs> There was no child left behind. Was that it? Was <laughs> yeah, yeah, was that what that was called? I, I was having a brain well, fart.
2: The, the, the one that, that uh, started dumb. closing schools down was no child left behind. But <laughs>
4: God, uh, it, it doesn't do it.
2: We need to take away tenure from public school teachers, raise the salaries. Right. And uh, it do, it if you're a teacher, go fuck off and also right. change the standards. in the are an the, expert, design, yeah, should in the, be allowed to teach.
4: In the design of the school systems today, it does not promote meaningful growth to children. That's why no. I fully embrace uh, homeschooling. And uh, if, I, if I do I mean, have children, they they will be homeschooled.
5: Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, hey, Brett, what's your take on it? Um, I just got in late, so um, I, I, um my brothers Neptune and, and, and Louise and JB. Now they, you know, they they are outstanding men and teachers and reachers. So what's your take on, on, on the topic? Of what what, what we saying about the school system and everything? Brad? I just want to hear your mind, brother.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I like going for reform of the school system, but at this point, my entire focus is on screw reform. We're just going to build the system we want from the grassroots level. And, you know, like that. we joked about the propaganda, but one of the first courses I taught when I started my homeschool company was a course introduction to propaganda for elementary school students using the cubs to bears children book series that i wrote and from there we've built on and tomorrow uh, for example every wednesday i've been teaching a course on introduction to logic and the logical fallacies, and we're teaching children how to spot manipulation and arguments that are ad hominem or straw man or um, appeals to emotion or appeals to authority and we're arming children with what i tell them is intellectual self-defense it's their mm-hmm. their brains antivirus software so mm-hmm. that when the virus of the television or the radio or whatever it is comes at these students they're capable of identifying the lies and then have the critical thinking skills to recognize what it is and discover the truth. And then through the study of history, like we're teaching courses on the bill of rights and the founding fathers and a connection to our roots. And we're doing it in the context of teaching children how to get back to primary documents. Last week, for example, our children actually tracked down a letter that George Washington wrote in regard nice. to the Illuminati in seventeen eighty in 17, um, 98. And, nice. Through these skills, children are gaining
5: the bread. That's the price, is the, it's not bad at all, either. Oh, <laughs> no. Check it out the website, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: I had it pulled up for everybody to see because nice. uh, you know, uh, just to plug it real quick for you, man, you know, you are on the homepage of unconstitutionalawakening.com down there and our friends in liberty. Like uh, every single episode, there's a link to get back to classicallearner.com and homeschools connected. I I talk about you. Every night we film, man, because you to me are the most inspiring thing. And when you gave me the green light, oh, yeah. that it was okay last time I had you on, I was just like, No, man, I'm I'm promoting this guide far and wide because this is something I stand behind and practice myself. You know, we we're a homeschool family. My my wife is here while I'm, you know, doing what I gotta do to make my money, but my wife's here doing the homeschool stuff that she can textbook style wise when she's here, like hooked on phonics type things and stuff. And then when I get home, you never know what it's going to be. We could build something that day. We might have to do something out in the yard that day. It, you know, it it varies from thing to thing, but it, when you're homeschooling, everything is a teachable opportunity. You find ways to turn, making a grilled cheese sandwich into a class you know what i'm saying like it's
3: about my my secret agenda coming on here and what we're doing this year what you got bro And guys let me get this out because this is this is big moment so one of the things we're doing going into this year because i'm trying to build out that K through 12 curriculum um i do out the debt and i put out a post a couple of weeks ago um just an inquiry so, cause I have a pretty big following. I put it out to my following and I said, um, who would be willing to volunteer to put together courses in their area of expertise for the homeschool community? And I've been very blessed because, uh, a ton of people got back to me and I have about from that post about 15 amazing people now putting together additional courses in addition to what I'm doing in their area of expertise. And I was kind of hoping, Jim Bob, that you'd want to be one of those people.
1: Man, you, well, you, you name it, man. Whatever you'd like for me to get setting up, you know we'll talk about Especially it outside of
2: here. Especially inside of man. a TV. That would look so good. <laughs> the TV and TV. And Luis, you know, I got to get you on one of these because, you know, you're just
3: uh, a wealth of knowledge. So I came on here not just to spread the message and to shoot shit with good people, but I came on here to um, also recruit teachers because we are building something and i need good people to be a part of it
1: hey man i'm i'm all about something like this we'll definitely get a little bit further Uh, into how we can help into how we can help sure you know as far as outside the episode and stuff because i'm game man i like i said i've been standing behind what you do and i believe in what you got going on man and any any way i can help make a better tomorrow for everybody is definitely something on my books that i'll figure out how to work in there too man like i'm there's there's so many things that are teachable moments. And there's so many things that we can come up with to teach, to teach this next generation. So, because as crazy as it might sound, you know, the generation before us sat around and watched it fall apart. Yes. We're trying, we're trying to pull play with the scraps that we got left. But as we can see, it's pretty tyrannical. And there's not a whole lot of governmental change we see going on the way we need it to where building these alternative systems to actually change tomorrow, I think is the step in the proper direction we need to go. You know, I, we, we all raise a good set of strong-willed kids. I make the joke all the time that my, my oldest daughter is going to take over the world one day because she has that, she has that gumption. She has that mentality. And you know what? I want her to keep it. I don't want to squash it. Public right school out. would squash it. they tell her to sit down shut up. And what? you know, has to go to the bathroom and no, we're not, we're not playing that game. You know what I'm saying? We're playing, the. we're playing the, we're going to learn about life by living life and maybe some other cool things along the way. You know, I, I, you know, historical stuff has been an aspect that I do with the kids and science too, with with me and the wife and stuff. Cause I mean, that's just how we roll it. And like I said, cooking a sandwich is, is science in its own way you're going through all kinds of things there's great things to explain in those aspects you know get, taking the kids out back and repairing the go-kart or the lawnmower or something like that there these are teachable moments and things like that you know i i just grew up around my grandfather holding the flashlight and getting yelled at for not shining it in the right in the right place where, where you know here i'm trying to get the boy involved you know his his fourth his fourth christmas was a toolbox Full of real tools, not not plastic pretend tools. No, it's time to get some real good hand tools, and you're going to get your butt out in the yard and help me too, man. Like, come on, you're interested in it. Like, let's show you how to do it. And I have I have have found that this my wife calls it child led. I'm not really Mm -hmm. sure if that's a proper way to do it, but when my kids peak an interest in something, I will show them everything I can
5: about that something. You You might find what is
2: it they're most passionate about.
5: My son, he loves like download game. He loves Roblox and games and stuff. Know what else I downloaded? Kid coding apps. Yeah. So while he playing, I'm, I'm I'm putting the seed in his head. Hey, study this app. One day you can build yours and have yours on the app store. And also, JB, like um, I teach that nephew this. When he say, Oh, dad, I like that motorcycle. I want one of them. I say, Why one? You can have five. So we're erasing the limitations bro in, right. in this system. Why desire one when you can have five? So if I'm planning to see that he can have five instead of one, now I can help him set up a system that will uh, subsidize him having five. He can ride one, rent the other four out, you know. And the school, school systems don't teach proper um, economics. They teach the kid to get out of school, to be a slave, not to be have ownership you know they haven't taught economic,
1: they quit teaching economics economics a long time bro like they long i long mean if old. you and if you
2: want to go into uh the the car industry right now soon we're gonna get massive deals and used cars
0: oh mm-hmm. yeah thanks, thanks money
2: laundering corporation carvana yep. uh, i <laughs> guess your money laundering operation was no longer valuable because 500 hundred
1: dollar trucks technology. are making a comeback
5: right louise what's your take when obama was in office and people was losing their house all around the country and there was bailing out the car companies and the bankers i mean the what's,
2: what's coming i mean the 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 student loan debt alone mm-hmm.
5: yes, yes yes
2: there's no way in hell they're restarting those payments ever they are likely going to perpetually just kick the can. Mm-hmm. They're just going to perpetually kick the can. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to perpetually be like, "Let me kick it again. Let me kick it again." And like what we do with Social Security and with everything else, we're just going to eternally kick the can. And then people yeah. that are paying student loans still—they're like, "Why are we paying? Like, there's no consequence anymore." And then once people realize. Those powers, then you can cancel a lot of debt and great yes. reset like so many different catalysts that can come into play. Oh, if people just yeah. not pay mortgage payments next month, if everybody just decided not to pay their mortgages, that's right, break the banks break
5: the bank. Well,
1: that's like, what well, what I was saying last night you know, everybody in reality. Everybody starts showing up and taking your money out of the bank and watch them all scramble and fall apart because mm-hmm. they're going to lose mm-hmm. their shit if everybody decided to show up and start r- ripping their money out of there.
2: Well, what happened in Lebanon? Like The persons had to go into the banks and like take a gun and steal it, their own money out.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, sometimes you, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't condone you, you, it, but at the same survive. time...
2: You need your money. <laughs> it's they your took money. it
1: from you. You rob it back. It's your money and you need
5: it now. Like,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, Did you JP went were we're, were, taking 30 percent of your money.
5: The the great way, that's how much money they the take. 30 percent. The Great Depression really occurred. Guys, they study how the bankers actually manipulated that uh, intentionally. Yes. Uh, yes. And caused the great 1929 the- was there you go. It was because
1: it was because somebody convinced our great grandparents to uh give uh-huh. their gold to the United States government.
5: They did, JB. Follow the yellow brick road, brother. But yes, sir.
1: but you know, Brett, I think I think tonight's been a blast, man. And I appreciate all the insights you've been giving us. And I'm gonna take you up on that, man. I, anything I can do to help. Classical learner and homeschools connected, man. I'm I'm for it, man. And that's again, that's why I said earlier. I'm always trying to promote you up. I hope that I have sent a ton of people your way, man, because that was my goal. Was I I see what you're doing as a community building thing online in a sense, and all of us that are connected in this little homeschool thing and helping each other out and doing what we can do community wise, even with homeschooling and stuff. You know, we we will change tomorrow if we can instill true intelligence and education into our kids and still true history into our kids and skills into our kids. You know, these are all things that are truly important, you know, because it seems that when people get an art degree, if you make them mad, they want to, I don't know, murder a bunch of people and Stuff like that, like it seems to be a common thing that happens when it comes to people in their art degrees. So, maybe we need to stay a little bit away from that and focus more on oh, how the we can help. Jewish
2: boy that went become an artist, and he was a shitty artist, and then he became uh-huh. the leader of the Reichstag, and then the Reichstag. <laughs> Had I mean, the I mean,
1: <laughs> it's a perfect example, though. I mean, you you really think about it. You think think about the people that are. Well, I, I know this is a I know this is a ter- this is going to sound terribly phrased, but think about the people that have become in a sense a drag on society, and they're the ones that really don't want to do anything, and it's not entirely their fault. Again, I I'd like to reiterate. No, it's it, there's it's, so it's, much bombardment and so much mind manipulation and propaganda going on that it's, that's why it's, it's know, a mix of why. that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's you can't blame everyone for what's happening i'm not blaming no. them as much no, no, as no, i'm no, not saying you are i'm saying it it's it's so well designed they yeah it's good they a good
1: job finding a way to design to uh to help us oppress ourselves but d- d- don't you find it when funny when, do when do i to try blame to blame explain
5: to somebody them. oh sorry like, when do we do blame adults because yeah a part of it is indoctrination but you so can that blame adults
2: is. after you show it to them
5: if you, yes, you show no them
2: what's actually happening and sometimes it can be summarized in a in a very simple interaction it's like mm-hmm. look at this and then what do you see mm-hmm. and then you can try to break down no this is what it actually is and then they we, we tried realize. to
5: storm 9 11 louise and they still didn't believe it they still don't believe nothing they call this conspiracy theories when we well, prove that
2: they still believe steel uh, buildings just collapsed by themselves,
5: and the second not building, not with the thermite bombs that the were
2: inside of the building.
5: Not that, this show, that's... yes. No. But well. JB, before we end the show, I got one more question for you and Brett. Like for parents like me that's listening to the show, right? Because I'm heavily considering um, yeah. homeschooling again, right? I uh, definitely I'm gonna get with you, Brett. I'm gonna definitely get with you in the near future, okay? Um, for you guys, uh, is it will my son? Like for, he's, I'm, he's on, he's on the clear guy I got around me. So I would be doing, how would I keep his social fiber? Um, Like, how would Bro, I balance? Do you know how you much know? time
1: we spend at the park?
5: Mm-hmm. Tell me, Jay. I'm That's class. I,
1: there's so much class yeah. at the park by itself. And there's our social interaction and stuff. If, you know, this is something I do like to point out to a lot of people. What it was something your teacher always told you. School's not con- for conversing sit down and shut (laughs) up yes and people are always like well you they don't get the social interact well school wasn't for social interaction we we indoctrination we do a lot of park trips we do we get out in the neighborhood and play we do i mean you know like i i I, I, to an extent especially during the summertime i'm the i'm trying to be the kind of dad that's like hey the street light's not on take your ass outside i don't want to see you till it comes back (laughs) on. you know i mean there's there's so much things that we can do in a lot of aspects like that and so much you can learn on your own and even those aspects and believe it or not we need a little touch of that kind of classic i guess in a sense conservatism when you call it like for family values you know what i'm saying like there's I've would never wished to
2: have a reality where your kids can just roam free and explore yes, without nice. any worry. I mean, I
1: did when I grew up like that. I'd get on my bike and ride for 15 miles in a day.
5: And and you
2: wouldn't worry. But the thing. Is
5: like.
2: This is the crazy part reality today is technically way safer.
1: Now, now That's I will thing. say, I will say, in the sticks where mm. I am, we still have a lot of the ability to do things like that. There's still a lot of us that can go to bed at night with an unlocked door and. Stuff like that, because one, if you make it down the fucking driveway, good on you, but, you know, I'm sorry for you, (laughs) you know, and two, like, and two, it's, 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 it's the country, you know what I'm saying? Your neighbor is going to ask you for it before he's going to rob you for it. You know, he's going to be like, hey, man, can I... You know, can I borrow that, whatever it is, or something like that? You know, because you've asked me, I'm the guy that's going to hand it over. That's one thing I've always been trying. I, I like to instill into my kids, like, you know, be there when you can. If, if, if you can help somebody, if you have the ability to help somebody in, in their time of need,
5: do it. Their greatest blow to disrupt the community is when they when the CIA and the government deliberately use crack cocaine. Yo, as yeah, a, bro. And that's when they were, listen. That's when it's two sides now. Before crack and after crack. Before crack, you could let your kids. We was able to go out in that community. You hear me? And um, they just mom legalized came,
2: twelve year olds to do whatever the fuck they wanted in New York. Yes. Yes. See, it, they just make kids it, drug dealers it, again. Congratulations, yes, New York. You just made a bunch of kids drug dealers. Great job. A lot
5: of kids, that's like just regular kids. They got a lot of energy. They call them. They put them on medication for ADHD, brother. They made a whole category for kids that is normal kids. But they, because what kid will sit in the classroom and not be antsy and moving around? That's any color kid. A kid is a kid. But they make, they treat, and, and the medication, oh my God, that's a whole nother topic right there. But um. One last question, Jay, to y'all: How do like, as, like, if I homeschool the government? How do I do? We have to pass some type of as, some type of test to prove that he's learning. Do they look over your shoulder when you start homeschooling? How, how do all that go? Like, yeah. you know, I've found
1: cool. it varies state to state.
5: Okay, okay.
1: Like Georgia, yeah. we're pretty. Mm-hmm. They leave me They're alone.
5: Home. Okay.
1: Like we have every couple of years, there's a test that the kids got to take that the state wants them to take or whatever, but you don't actually send it anywhere. It's for your own records and for if they ever want to go to college.
5: I'm definitely going to talk with you more about that, brother. And you too, Brad. And, and uh, any, any of my other two brothers too, bro. I'm, but I'm sorry I can't hear bro. Thanks for answering my questions, man. Uh, definitely. Oh man, How you, you know,
1: I, I was excited to see you, see the screen pop up and see you come in tonight, Cal. It's always a pleasure. And I know you've been going through it the past week or so. So um, I was actually excited to see you join in. So I appreciate you coming in this evening and appreciate your insight. Um Absolutely. I'm going to continue to go around the table. Brett, is there anything that you would like to throw out there? Or say before you finish up your evening, of course, I've got your links, man, but you're always welcome to plug them again.
3: well. Uh, but- yeah, first, I was just going to, just to answer the question, you can find the regulations at um, HSLDA. It's um, Homeschool Legal Defense Association, HSLDA. They are a phenomenal organization. Um, you go to their website, there's a map of the United States. Uh, click on the state that you live, and the regulations, all the test requirements will pop right up. So, um, And then as far as... As far as my shameless plug, um, you guys can find my stuff at classicallearner.com and my private homeschool community, which includes all of the curriculum, the lesson plans, the unit studies,
0: um,
3: is homeschools connected. And to use the discount code FREEDOM, it's $10 a month. And um, we're building something very special. And we have a, a really great community of parents who, um, have a lot of experience and help one another. And the children are getting a far superior education to um, anything that's happening, not only in public school, but I would say even um, in many homeschool programs, because we're um, more awake than (laughs) a lot of homeschool programs. And we're really giving children that education. And look, the world will try to manipulate you. You have to be able to identify it. And then once you identify it, you have to know how to live free. And that's where we get into teaching them how to garden, teaching them how to um, build things out of wood. We just brought in this guy, Woodshop Bear, who's putting together a curriculum all on teaching children to be carpenters and uh, doing things with your hands, starting businesses, financial literacy, real education, that's and we're just getting started.
5: Inventions. I think – Every every school system should have like a department where a certain amount of kids go into the certain class, and their job is to figure out how can you make something better for you know what inventions can you make to make life better for humanity. Solar. Uh, I heard about this one guy had built something to clean up the uh, plastic out the uh, out the oceans and stuff, you know. And Debbie, that guy that you was telling me about in the microwave. Oh my God, inventors! We need them. We need them, bro. But of course, you know they're attacking inventors too, like Stanley Myers.
3: We need we need people who could build things with their hands and no engineering, and and that's the thing. Like we saw in after March of 2020, and when everything went down, how they control people through financial leverage and yes. food, financial yes. leverage and the grocery store. So to me. That said, all right, we need to make sure that young people have as many real skills as Mm -hmm. possible because there's always an old lady down the block that needs her toilet fixed. And if you can create what's in your mind, and you brought up the coding, like if you could computer code, you could find work for yourself if you know what you're doing. And real Mm -hmm. skills make free people.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest part is, I think the biggest responsibility to the parent not just leave it up to the school system and then see like um, my niece, JB, she want to be running the world. You're right. Don't break that spirit, bro. Do not touch that. And a lot of parents when they came, when they, when a, when a kid has a, a certain quality about them, this society wants to break them to make them conform. And I don't want to break my child's drive. No, nah, that's special. Yes. We need that. Absolutely.
1: Luis, you got anything for me this
2: evening? I was actually going to mention everybody should watch this short film.
1: You're quiet. I can't hear you.
2: Can you hear me now? Yep. Uh, There is a really, really great short film that I'll share now the link. It's called In Shadow, A Modern Odyssey. It's you. I suggest anybody that watches it, watches it with the volume maxed out. Um, it's, there's no words. It's all, it's all visual And just with the beat But it the music is very important uh, um, It's 13 minutes But yeah. it's uh, very powerful And you'll see why In I'll make sure I share that with this amazing. episode
1: Because I did happen to find it When you brought it up Neptune What you got for me down there buddy
4: I ain't got nothing tonight man Sorry I was late Brett good to see you Kel, good to see you, sir.
5: Please. Good to see you, too, brother. Hey, man, I,
1: I, I don't mind you guys being late. I appreciate each and every one of you showing up. Brett, I appreciate you the most for showing up this evening and making time to come over here and chit-chat with us guys. I know you're a busy man. I know you got a lot going on, but you've always got a place here to come and promote your work. If nobody else wants to talk to you, I always do. And I'm definitely behind you in this teaching thing, man. I'll see what we can come up with to add to your curriculum, because I am I – love, love I'm for this man. And I want, I want to help change, change tomorrow. And I think this is how we're going to do it.
2: Everybody's going to that... love his class too much. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: You guys, you guys know that, uh, you know, we're also doing something kind of cool here recently. That's a little bit different than what we've been going on. Aside from, you know, checking your links when you go to unconstitutional com for each episode, I need you to uh, find a place to fill out the answer on the episode in the podcast and more for my pirate riddle. We still have a couple of pirate riddles that haven't been a- answered in the past couple episodes, but that's okay. There's still plenty enough time for you to answer it whenever you get around to it so that you can get you one of these sweet unconstitutional awakening, the podcast stickers. So tonight's pirate riddle. <clears throat> it, and if anybody in here knows it, please just wait till we shut off and I'll let you say it. and You still might get yourself a sticker anyway, but we'll keep that between us. But, uh, The pirate's phrase, you should know when you take two by four. Then if you place it on a shelf and put it inside a freezer door, what is that one phrase? All right, everybody, you guys think about that real good, and I'll talk to you soon. Let's weigh anchor and have another great night. Bye now.